1: Terms and conditions
2: apply. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zin for a spin. Zin nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zin 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today.
4: Hello and welcome. It's our
5: number three, our number three of our radio program hanging out under the cover of darkness, recording a podcast that you can listen to whenever you want when the sun's up. So this hour dedicated to the rhetoric being ratcheted up between Major League Baseball's ownership side and the players. And the question is, are you surprised that Rob Manford sounds like a work stoppage is about to happen, and he's cool with it? It Doesn't sound opposed to a work stoppage. It's rather odd, you would say, from the commissioner of baseball, the steward of the game that seems to be encouraging, hitting the pause button. We'll talk more about this and what it means right now in our number three. Laboring... Along, laboring along, welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Mather Show. We are side by side, in the air, everywhere, as we are the night watchmen. Coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and extremely powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from deep. Inside the magic radio box, the Fox Sports Radio studios, somewhere in the northwoods, we'll have an Antonio Brown update, a, a new revelation coming up in a little bit. We did a monologue last hour about Antonio Brown, and we'll talk more about the Patriots. Uh, what, what do they do? They, I, I believe, they. We said Charborough earlier. I think they mollywopped the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons were flummoxed by the Patriots in the Thursday night game. El Stinko. As Troy Aikman and Joe Buck could not wait for that game to end the final few minutes, uh, uh, we're we're done with it. There's still several minutes on the clock, and they were like, we got to get out of here. Anyway, our lead this hour, we're going to do a baseball monologue. Now, I know you're never supposed to do a baseball monologue during football season, but I'm intrigued by this story because this is a very unusual story for the sport of baseball, and I want to get into it with you. Now, it's not about the MVPs. The MVPs were handed out that's not good talk radio Bryce Harper and Shohei Ohtani playing for a respectfully mediocre Phillies team and a terrible angels team. And so I know that the nerds in baseball are excited because of this stat and that stat, the war or not the war and Shohei Ohtani being a unicorn in modern baseball with his success on the mound and at the plate as the angels were eliminated by the time they left the cactus league. But there was some interesting chatter that came out of a nemesis of our show. And if you listen to our show year-round, you know that we like to goof on a grand bah of baseball. Did you see what this person has done now? Maybe not. Rob Manford, yeah, that guy, Rob Manford, pretty much has endorsed, given his rubber stamp, on baseball having its first work stoppage in 26 years. Now, we are less than two weeks away on the doomsday clock. Tick, 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 tock, tick, tock, tick, tock, Yes, ticking down to zero. December 2nd is the date to watch. Now, Rob Manfred, drawing a distinction between a work stoppage that would actually erase games meaning it would go into late March and early April, and just an off-season work stoppage. Now, I tried to find audio. I searched high and far. I went on state sponsors MLB's website. I searched around the usual sources I go to to get audio content. I could not find any audio of this, even though Rob Manford said this at a news conference, which plausibly meant there were cameras there and microphones in Chicago at the owners' meetings. I should have sent Doc Mike in there to to be our reporter. Anyway, uh, the quote is, I can't believe there's a single fan, this is from the commissioner of baseball, I can't believe there's a single fan in the world who doesn't understand that an off-season lockout that moves the process forward is different than a labor dispute that costs games. Manfred bloviated from the bully pulpit at the Chicago meetings there of the aristocrat owners. So let us discuss. So he said there's, he does not believe there's a single fan in the world who doesn't understand that the offseason lockout would be different, meaning implying better, better than, than missing it. So the question, are you surprised that Rob Manford sounds like he's all in on a work stoppage rather than doing everything he can to avoid a work stoppage? So I am giving this entire story side-eye is what I'm doing. I've got groundwork. Gong Show, and Sistine Chapel. All right? I've got all of that. Now, to lead off with, uh, Rob Manford, last I checked as the commissioner of baseball, the highfalutin commissioner, you are the steward of the game. You are the one that is supposed to make sure work stoppages don't happen. You're representing the owners, but for the good of the game, I don't think anyone thinks a work stoppage is good. So this this. Claim to fame though for Rob Manford, how did he rise the rise up the ranks, rise up the pecking order in baseball? Labor, labor lawyer. That's why Rob Manford got brought in to baseball. That's how he cut his teeth at Major League Baseball. So of course Rob Manford's cool with a work stoppage. That's that's right his wheelhouse. He's probably it's orgasmic for him to have a a work stoppage in the off season, the owners and the players have been on a collision course. I'm not doubting that everyone's been saying this, even going back to before the 2021 regular season. But what Rob Manfred's doing here in this act, this chapter in the book is he's laying the groundwork. He's grooming the few fans left that don't want an off season work stoppage. He's saying, listen, this is going to be on like Donkey Kong. This is going to be a labor battle royale. And he's trying to spin it into a positive, and that is the part of the story that annoys me. This is not a positive. It's his Weasley way of warning everyone of the inevitable implosion, the stalemate that's happening. Battle lines are being drawn. The rhetoric is being ratcheted up, and the labor war begins December 2nd. The labor agreement contract between the owners and the players runs out at midnight eastern time on December the 1st going into December 2nd so like 11:59 p.m. on December 1st it moves in to a labor stalemate now further all right it is the word is advantageous for the owners to lock out the players in the off season to be proactive rather than reactive. So from a battle standpoint, it makes more sense for the owners to do this in the offseason because right now there's some big-name free agents, guys like Corey Seager, that cheating astro, Carlos Correa, and others who are going to get massive contracts based on a long seven-year deal, six-year deal, whatever, long contracts. And none of those big contracts have really been handed out when you think about the big-name free agents as far as changing teams and all that. So the wheeling and dealing traditionally in baseball, the way the calendar works, the winter meetings, which are in early December, are typically the time where all of this gets done, the big moves get done, or shortly thereafter. Historically, that's been the way. So Major League Baseball ownership, it's very simple here. They can pull the, the rug out from underneath the hot stove league, power outage, power outage on the stove and avoid handing out contracts at least in the first month of the wintertime. Then everyone goes on vacation over Christmas and New Year's, and then they come back in mid-January. So really for the balance of the offseason, the owners will not feel the effects of any kind of labor stoppage until games start getting canceled. So it's, advantageous for the owners to do it in the offseason. But if you're the players, you've got to miss games to really get in the pocket of said ownership. And so now it becomes a case of who's going to win the game of chicken. right? Who's going to win the game of chicken? Spring training does not generate much dough in terms of television. Television is the one that pays all the bills. And so the drop-dead date, is in late March. That's when the baseball season is supposed to begin. Believe it or not, spring training games will begin in late February. So we're we're not that far away from that point where spring training games begin. But really, the real financial hardship, if there is such a thing, would be in April. And as we have been pointing out to both the players and the owners, be very, very careful. Be very, very careful here because fans have already proven – we don't need baseball. 134 days with no sports in North America back in the beginning of 2020. Well, actually, spring of 2020 from mid-March until late July when the COVID lockdown kicked in and no baseball. People moved on. They found other things to do. I was watching marble races on YouTube, and uh, that's the way we're. So be very careful here with where you go down, uh, which avenue you go down. So – The question I get asked a lot is, whose side are you on? Are you on the owner's side or the player's side? And the answer is none of the above. People accuse me of being on the side of the owners, but I'm not, and I'm not on the side of the players either. It's the billionaires versus the millionaires. Uh, We would like to see this dispute get so bad that the owners turn this into a gong show, and I'm talking about losing revenue losing regular season games, and then the owner's getting so frustrated that Rob Manford is forcibly removed, like on the gong show, as the commissioner. Now, he should have already been let go for protecting the cheating Astros, stumbling and bumbling, belittling the World Series trophy, and let's also add on to that the ghost runner in X-Trainings. That right there should have you removed as the commissioner, adding the ghost runner. In the tenth inning, how fugazi is that? And there are many other things that Rob Manford has done, but we don't have time to get into all that. All right, last thing here. So, as with all labor disputes, it comes down to one thing and one thing only to decide it. You have to throw away the key. What needs to happen? I I'm an answer guy. You got a problem? I got a solution. So, what needs to happen is that ownership and the union they get together. Make it like the Vatican, the Sistine Chapel, right? Get in there, Rob Manford and his underlings on one side, Tony Clark and the legal beagles from the Union on the other side, and you sit, look at each other, hold the conclave. No food, no drink, no bathroom breaks, batten down the hatches. Pull up the drawbridge, the whole thing, and you got to swim through a crocodile-filled moat to get out of there and you do not leave that boardroom, whether you're representing ownership or the place, you take away everyone's phone. You do not leave until white smoke pours out of the chimney signaling labor peace has been agreed to until that happens. This is going to be a lot of back and forth statements will be made. This thing will be hammered out under the Mather plan. 48 hours. Hops. It'll be done in 40 hours. Probably within 24 hours. Suddenly they will see eye to eye. They'll be on the same page. No more loggerheads. They will be good to go. Good to go. All right. It's Ben Maller's show on Fox. Now I think we have to do the NFL pick I believe we did not get to that earlier. So I've time-shifted it for this, wow. this hour. Very. Why, why are you going wild, Roberto? Why, time-shifted
6: why? Did a whole two hours past what you know,
5: do you
4: That's
6: impressive.
5: What would you want me <laughs> Would you like me to What do you sound like you want me to, can, no, 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 want no, me no, to cancel? No, no, no. Do
1: you want me to cancel? No, no.
5: Well, I can cancel it no, if you no, want. Already, we don't have to ready, do it if you don't ready. want. Let's do no, this. I feel like you're not. I feel like you're shaming you Rena. Right you're belittling me. No, here no, no, no. We're no. time shifting this to a later portion of the show. I feel like you don't want to. No, do it. Well, we don't have to do it, Roberto. No, there's more ra-
6: There's more ratings this hour. I just thought yes.
5: about that right now. Well, yeah. it's the lame jokes. This yeah. is a big hour. People download. No, seriously, they download this hour just for the jokes. The show sucks, but they like the jokes, and they. It's very important because Thanksgiving's next week, and. Fellas need dad jokes. You need you need uh, old dad jokes until right. Thanksgiving, and we give you a lot of dad jokes, a lot of cheesy jokes that we give you, and you save these, and the, you don't say you heard them on the Ben Maller show at all. You don't say that. You just repeat them, you know, in the echo chamber, and then everyone laughs and says, so, "Boy, you're really funny." You know, un- Uncle Dick is really funny, you know, and all that. So, you think Dick and Dayton is an uncle?
6: I don't. Know. Yeah, probably.
5: You think so? He might be. All right, let's get to it right now. Here we go. Hit that button, Roberto. It's the NFL Pick'Em. Time shifted for ratings purposes. I am told that I have the first pick in the NFL Pick'Em, and I will take. Stephon Diggs. Boom. Wow. wow. Yeah, that's what a heck? great pick. That's, that's, not, that's
7: not a great a pick. That's that is a great it. pick. You, you could have had him in like the third round. Nah, of the not at all. wow not, not at all. At all. He's what not long long even long. on my board. What a misstep. I'm the champ. Wow. Go
6: ahead, Coop. Hurry <laughs> up, tough guy. Go ahead. Yikes. Wow. Go ahead. I'm, I'm going to go with Nick Chubb. Oh, please. Oh.
7: He's hurt. I don't he's got a play, bad Coop. leg. Go ahead, Eddie. I'll take Jonathan Taylor.
5: Boring yeah, Boring Best pick so far No it's not Roberto the back to back We're going to pick, gonna pick a quarterback Running back tight end Two receivers Go
1: ahead Roberto We'll take uh, Christian McCaffrey All right And I'll take uh, Let's see here I'm have options here I'll go with Lamar Jackson
8: Wow
5: That would have been a good pick A couple years ago but yeah, He took the Number one Come on it's a terrible, terrible pick uh,
7: Eddie go ahead Eddie uh, He's been really good to me So uh, let's go with Tom Brady
5: Oh, wow. What is it, 19... Uh, Every time i picked him, he's had at least four yeah, touchdown right. passes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Good luck on that. Thank you. Loop. I'll go with Travis Kelsey. Okay. I will have the greatest wide receiver combo in the history of fantasy football. Uh, Devonte Adams. Are you kidding me? Stephon Diggs and Devontae Adams? Holy crap, is that good? <laughs> There's so Mano, many available man. good wide receivers, uh, Oh, my mean, God. Uh, it's wow. amazing. Uh, I will take... I'm going to double up on my Niners here. Give me George Kittle. George Kittle of the Niners. Go ahead, Koopa Loop. Uh, I will go with CD Lamb. That's a Lamb pick right there. Uh, go ahead, Eddie. Tyreek Hill. Uh, Roberto. Who you got, Roberto?
7: Uh, let's go with. Back to back. Uh, Jamar Chase.
6: And
1: let's see here. You don't sound excited about that. Oh, against your Raiders. That's yeah, a bangle yeah. against the Raiders, Raiders, Raiders.
6: suck in the second half, so they're probably going to lose by 30 points. Uh, let's go with um, A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown. All right. Bad
5: pick. Uh, let's go over <laughs> he to... He Stephon Diggs, number one over. Yeah. Well, that's a great fans. pick. Eddie. Awful. Eddie, go ahead, Eddie. Uh, I need a tight end. Give me Mark Andrews. Wow. Another terrible pick by Eddie. Loop, go ahead. Uh, I will go with... Aaron Rodgers. With a question mark, and that's, (laughs) you don't get more than one pick. Has Uh this guy been picked? The great uh, Patrick Mahomes, has he been picked? No. No. And I've seen the Chargers try to stop running backs. Najee Harris
6: of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Go ahead, Coop. Especially not a bad pick for the last Thank round you.
5: there That's right, it's a value As pick As opposed to that first pick, which was garbage No, the first pick yeah. was great garbage. Stephon Diggs is going to get 18 Diggs. targets garbage. 8 Bill's Mafia's got my
6: back, Eddie, <laughs> 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 my back, Eddie. It's going to rain too, by the way uh, I'm gonna, Doesn't oh, matter, wow. he's got, he's yeah. got stick'em Wow, it's even sure. more terrible I'm going to double up here Oh wait, no, I already picked my quarterback What am I picking here? Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. The Detroit Lions. He's taking good notes, Eddie. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Wide receiver, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm doing. I'll go with uh, Mike Evans.
5: Oh, that's a bad pick. That is El Stinko. Despicable pick. Deplorable pick.
7: They're going
6: against the Giants. Go
7: ahead, Eddie. I watched this guy against the Chargers, and he looked damn good. I'll go Justin Jefferson. Well, he's not playing the Chargers, though. I know. I mean, uh, Come on, Eddie. Yeah. Didn't really. It wasn't like you know they had great coverage on him. just that is a garbage pick by you. Oh God! That is. Yeah,
5: digs. Diggs
7: Diggs yeah. is number Stephon. one. Ah! Oh, right. Remember,
5: everyone remember this. Yes, remember this every, when Diggs Remember up. this. Yes, yeah. two touchdowns, 180 yards receiving. it. Yeah, right. Go ahead, Robert. Last. Terry Waller. Uh,
7: every
5: Jared time Waller. you pick him, he doesn't do well though, yeah, Robert. I need a tight end. Nobody else after that. All right. Well, you. The way he's played lately, you don't have a tight end even when you pick him. All right, there it is. The NFL pick'em for this weekend. Good luck to me and bad luck to you. You're gonna need it.
8: Devon Diggs!
5: Oh, (laughs) let me tell you. And Devontae Adams. Holy crap. That is the greatest wide receiver combination in the history. The history of fantasy football. All right, we'll take some calls straight ahead, And, and we have an update. In the Antonio Brown saga, a double dare situation? We'll get to that, and we will do it next.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
5: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs)
7: Listen, I'm Maller Militia. The Ben Mallor Show is the show of the people, by the people, for the people. Join the movement and follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben BenMaller. And you can tweet at and follow our technical producer. He plays all the music and most of the funny soundbites of the Ben Mallor Show. Also is the keeper of the dump button. When you say something naughty, you make sure it doesn't go out in the air, and then we all get to keep our jobs. His first name is Roberto. His last name is Flores. You can follow him at Raider underscore Rob 24. Hobart. Yeah, just, just <laughs> right. one R, just one R. <laughs> Hobart. Hor, uh, Horvat. Uh, Horvat. He's really good at saying hockey names. Loves hockey. And now live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller.
5: So there's a wrinkle in the Antonio Brown story. Now, if you missed it, A.B. has been accused of using a fake vaccination card. And there's a bunch of NFL media types that are up in arms now investigating. The NFL's looking into it. They're snooping around there. The Bucks wide receiver. So the attorney for Antonio Brown says that A.B., everything's kosher. That he got vaccinated. He said he talked to AB, every, everything's good. There was another quote, which I, I did not see this. I just it just came across it, which would, if it's true, it did come from a lawyer, but it would lead me to believe that I'm right with my 40, 60% guesstimate on Antonio Brown. So, wow. some, some food for thought. So, the attorney for Antonio Brown is now saying that if the doctors and the guidelines require a booster shot, At that time, his client, Antonio Brown, will be happy to do it on live television. And everyone can watch. I think this is a great idea. I think this is a wonderful idea. I I would watch. Out of curiosity, I would watch. Now, even if Antonio Brown got a booster shot, which I don't know why he would need one considering he's a professional athlete, seemingly in good health and all that, but if if he needed one, uh, I think it would be wonderful. Put it on TV. I'd check it out, and you can have the big drama. But people will still not believe. That they, they'd say it's like something else. It's a placebo or something like that. It's not What's in the actual medicine that they're giving them? There must be something else there. And so, It's the world that we live in. Let's take a phone call. I haven't done that in a fair amount of time. And to the phones we go, and let's say hello to, uh, who do we have? Let's say hi to Rachel in Montebello. Hello, Rachel in Southern California.
8: Morning, magnificent, beautiful Ben. Allow me a birthday ditty for the illustrious Coop-de-Loop.
5: Well, listen, hold on been Before you sing, Coop-de-Loop.
8: Here
0: Koopa we go. Loop.
5: Hold on wait, hold a sec. Now, But Coop-de-Loop told me in a production meeting earlier this week, he said, I hope Rachel calls up and sings a lullaby to me. And well, now you're going to make his dreams come true.
8: It's a birthday ditty.
5: Okay, a ditty, not a lullaby, a ditty. Here we go. Do you need anything from me?
8: No, Okay. Thank you. I'm going to turn
5: my mic off. Here we go.
8: Happy birthday, Justin. You're the apple of mom's eye. Poker games, sports talk takes, all are in your wheelhouse.
3: Wow. A world
8: of air hugs we will all deliver for you and your Otani. Congratulations ever. Rock-a-bye, dear Justin, with a birthday melody. Dilly-dilly.
6: That was beautiful. Thank you, Rachel. (laughs) I think he's going to cry, Rachel. He's
5: very emotional right now, Justin. Ah! Calm down. There's a tissue right there, Justin, if you need to wipe away the tear there. Tremendous job. Rabah
8: for everybody, Ben, and whiskey shots all around, please. For the All kick-a-loop. right.
5: Well, thank you. Very I kind of you, Rachel. Sw- swallowed. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Rachel. <laughs> Have All a right. great
8: weekend, Justin. Love you. All right. There you
5: go. <laughs> Thanks, Rachel. A big fan. <laughs>
8: I swallowed.
5: <laughs> that's, that's Roberto's favorite drop. Is that not your favorite drop there, Roberto? You love that drop. That's, that's in high rotation as far as the drops are concerned. That's a Coochie. high. Well, that too. Yeah. There's a theme to both those drops. Interesting, Roberto. Interesting theme to both of those <laughs> those drops. Things that make you go hmm. Things that make you go hmm. I uh, will keep it going on the phones. Who is next? Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Let's say hello to Tom the Terrible uh, in uh, Boston. What's going
6: on, Tom the Terrible? Before before you before you go yes. to him, Ben. Yes, yes. I'm no, curious because no, no. I because you do this every single time, and i it always yeah. I'm always interested by it. He introduces himself, and he and when I screen his calls, he says yeah. it's Terrible Tom. And every time you put him on, you say Tom the Terrible.
5: Well, that's because when I was doing radio in Boston, I named him Tom the Terrible, and he changed it to Terrible Tom.
6: Okay, all right. Because
5: he'd call me up and rip Belichick. And this is back in Patriots, one of those years they went and won the Super Bowl. And he uh, – anyway, uh, uh, Tom, welcome, uh, whether it's Terrible Tom or Tom the Terrible – uh, you are here on the airwaves now. You have ripped Belichick for years. The Patriots are cranking up the old engine. How concerned are you, Tom, that Bill Belichick will make you look like a schmuck?
8: No, no, he's he's never going to do that. I'm telling you. How about them pass, huh? Hey, they're they're pretty good. They get they get some this 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 get some uh, so, some players in the free agent market. Let me tell what? you, if if, if if Brady was here last year. They wouldn't have made the playoffs. They wouldn't have gone anywhere. And this year, Belichick wouldn't have got anybody because he relied on Brady to win from. That's all. But this what? kid, uh, Matt, Matt uh, he's pretty good. They, they got a great quarterback. Who? He's, he's Brady esque. Matt, the quarterback. But don't compare. Matt, come on. Uh,
5: Tom Brady's a once in a generation, once yeah, in a yeah, lifetime quarterback. Mac Brown's. Mac Jones is not uh, Tom Brady. Come on.
8: No, he's not. He, but he's. He's similar to him, but he's there's only one Tom Brady. You know, nobody's gonna catch Tom Brady. There's only unless one. He's, unless Tom, you good. can get
5: Tom if you can get some of uh, terrible Tom if you can get some of Brady's <laughs> DNA, you could probably clone him. But you'd have to wait twenty years to get the results.
8: Yeah, I, <laughs> this, this kid is like a clone of him. I'm telling you, Matt's uh, he's he's gonna be he's gonna be really good. I think. And, and, well, and, and All he has to Belichick do is be – pre-
5: he, he doesn't have to be really good. He just has to be slightly above average. And the defense, the way the defense is playing right now, and
8: oh. that's that's carrying the load. So Yeah, great. Belichick gets some players. He finally gets some players. He are you complimenting Belichick? Are, do
5: you need to go to the no. doctor, Tom? Are you no, okay, went, Tom the Terrible? To Come to, on.
8: He had to go to a free agency. He His picks and his draft are terrible all the time.
5: Well, he just picked and, uh, Mac Jones. Hello, and it, it was this other cat on defense is playing very well. There's a couple of these picks, and it turned out to be pretty good.
8: Yeah, yeah, it happens everywhere, Those are those are all Americans in college. What he's free agents did he sign?
5: While. What free
7: agents did, did the Belichick great Hunter sign? Henry? Well, at the end, uh, uh,
8: uh, uh geez, I, can't, I can't remember his name. He, he's leading the <laughs> team in sacks. He's he's, he's he's quite a player. Judon, uh, a good play. Judon, yeah, Judon, oh. and uh. Well, you, mean, you, know, Aguilar, get, you think Nelson Aguilar? You think
5: Nelson Aguilar has been a great pickup here? Oh, fantastic. Listen. All right. There
8: you go. They wouldn't tell anybody if Brady was still there. I'm telling you. That's why all Brady had to leave. Right.
5: Well, I got to go Hey, one more thing. One more thing. Yes. One more. One more
8: thing. Uh, yeah. One more thing, Ben.
6: Yeah.
8: You drive me crazy when you talk about cheating in baseball, and hey, uh, you're talking. You're talking about the. Uh,
5: the cheating uh, Astros. Yes. The cheating Astros. There's
8: no cheating in baseball. That's no a lie.
5: Tom. There is no Tom? cheating in sports. Tom. You're not You're allowed to use cameras. That, You're, You're not allowed to use buzzers and trash cans. You're not allowed to do it. You can steal you signs, can but you can't do it that want. way.
8: You no, you can't. do anything you right. want to live.
5: All right, Tom, I'm blowing you up. How dare you? That's offensive to me. You've offended me, Tom.
4: Tom. That's why I call you Tom the Terrible. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
5: Hey, it's Ben, host of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is the Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry, in media, sports, and more every week, explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge.
4: Jared Goff,
7: again, missing practice Thursday for the Lions with that oblique injury. Tim Boyle taking all the first-team snaps in preparation against the Browns, and uh, it seems like they're pessimistic that Jared Goff will play Tim Boyle. Get ready. Our own LeVar Arrington is going to be calling that game on Fox. Is with that with right? Yes. I he's, did not know he's that. He's making his NFL uh, color analyst debut, and, uh, yeah, I'm sure he's very excited to see Tim that Boyle in
5: action. Yeah. I didn't know that when did that get it well, I found thought, out uh, found out
7: yesterday on the show
5: what happened to what's his name uh what am I thinking of the defensive back that had been doing it uh, the, we play the drop from the guy I keep to lead yeah keep the wasn't he supposed to be doing it interesting I don't know well good that's our boy well, I gotta pay attention to him somebody I know is going to be calling a game that's good yeah. awesome good luck Lavar errington making his debut in the big chair in the big chairs uh one of our old hosts used to say back in the day. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show, and we have some jokes. Let's get the little warm-up a little appetizer for the jokes right now. Hit that button there. Right?
1: Knock, knock. Who's there? Lame week.
5: Lame week who? Who? It's Big Ben's lame joke of the week. Actual jokes sent in by actual listeners. Salt of the earth. Hard-working third shifters. P1s that download the podcast religiously. They have it set to automatically download. They listen to this show, and they are funny. And this is very important. This is—I would say—it's the most important joke week of the year so far, because so many people are going to visit in-laws, or relatives next week for Thanksgiving. You need some jokes, lighten up the mood a little bit. So we will provide you the marginal jokes. Here we go. Why is Lizzo excited for Thanksgiving this year, Eddie? Well, I
7: mean, isn't it obvious? He's going to eat a lot.
5: No, no, it's her first time ever she'll be receiving a presidential pardon. So <laughs> uh, Just Josh sent that one in. What did Lizzo hope to see while at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? Uh, a, a float of herself? No, no, she would like to see a giant root beer float, Eddie. That's what she's uh, looking to find. Out. That's Surfer Todd, the comedian, an actual comedian. There is a partial lunar eclipse it's uh, of the beaver moon going on, Eddie. Have yeah, you noticed that? Yeah. I haven't been outside to check it out yet. Yeah. It's, uh, it's nice to see Lizzo finally got to live out her dream of going to outer space.
6: Don't bother, Eddie. You can't see anything. It's just nothing but fog. Oh.
5: Yeah. It's overcast here in Southern California. It's a marine layer, I believe is the term, from the mighty Pacific Ocean. Uh, That's James the Machinist who sent that one in. What's the difference between Lizzo and the Commonwealth of Virginia? Uh, I don't know. What's the difference? Well, The Republicans can carry the Commonwealth of Virginia, but not Lizzo. So uh, it's George in Tacoma. Did you hear that Staples is looking to sponsor a new arena? No, I did not hear that. Yeah, they're currently in talks to put their logo on Lizzo's body. Uh, So that's uh, Alex. That was super creative. This is, a, this is an interesting joke. This is from Be easy in Brentwood. Brentwood, famous for O.J. Simpson. and uh, What do you do if you are a member of the 1980s Calgary Flames and want to have a good time? Wow, that is an amazing question. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, Eddie, you have to ask Hock and Lube. That's what you got to do, Eddie. You got to ask him. No? Oh. Nothing? I, I, I even get that joke, and it's still not funny. Wow. Sorry, Beasy. Kelly Stafford got in a bit of hot water for throwing a pretzel at a 49er fan. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, the story actually turned out to be a positive because she was offered a contract by the Jets. So she's, uh, she'll be playing this weekend. That's James the Machinist in Minnesota sent that one in. Uh, this next one's from Mason from Huntington Beach in SoCal. He says, how did the NFL react when Aaron Rodgers took a horse medication to treat COVID? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. How did the NFL react? They said it's okay, but now he has to go play either the Broncos or the Colts. <laughs> hey, that's a, he said, Mason, he stole that from our, our radio friend, the great Tim Conway over there on KFI in Los Angeles. Coop, any jokes to begin here, Coop? Anything to start?
6: Yes, Ben. Did you hear that the WWE is suing Zach Stacy? I did not see that. Yes, apparently they've got a copyright on the Rock Bottom. That's a deep cut for WWE fans. You only, you only get that if you yeah. watch WWE. Yeah. Is that
7: that's guy changing? still on the run? Have they caught him yet? Or.
5: I don't that I know so. of, yeah.
6: As of a few hours ago, they hadn't.
5: Uh, and that was from who, Coop? Who sent that to you? Uh, that was from John the Jailer. Yeah, John the Jailer. All right. What immediately happened after OBJ signed with Oh, they got LA? him. Oh, well, they, they got, did got him? him? Good. Yep, oh, two hours ago. All nice. All right, wh- all right, so I before I checked, uh, what immediately happened after OBJ signed with L.A.? Uh, they started sucking. No, no. The Rams dropped. They dropped the number two on the field. Yeah. That's what, awesome. did they, what did they do after that? What do they do after that? I don't know. What do they do? Yeah. They, bur- they buried it in the woods.
8: <laughs> there go. It's, a,
5: it's a long way to get yeah. to a good joke from just Josh. In Cincinnati. OBJ should have picked number two, right? Yeah, well, that would, wouldn't be perfect. Now, he was the Cleveland steamer. What is he in L.A.? What's the, I don't know what that is. Right, anyway, we will press on. We'll have the rest of Big Ben's lame jokes of the week to the top of the hour, and they will get better. We'll continue. We'll do that. We'll do it next.
4: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
5: Hey, it's Ben Maller here. No one does sports quite like Las Vegas, where the excitement is endless. You don't go to Vegas for just one game or just one team. You go there for the epic pregame and the three days of postgame. You go for the show time and the go time and the 24 hours of prime time because in Vegas, the game is just beginning. Celebrity chef dining, amazing nightlife and entertainment, incredible resorts, outdoor adventures, and so much more heart racing, pulse-pounding excitement packed into five-plus square miles that are unlike anywhere else. There's only one place where you're never on the sidelines, Las Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. Check out all the games, events, competitions, and more happening this season and book your trip at visitlasvegas.com.